Hey there, everyone, and hopefully you're enjoying this small fleet owner op event uh, presented by Freight Waves here. So today, I'm here with Ashley Savage, National Sales Manager uh, of Coop, a uh, division of Ryder, uh, to talk about how to navigate what's been going on in the environment, especially at the small carrier level. I'm Zach Strickland, uh, Head of Freight Market Intelligence here today, so I'm so glad to be talking to you today, Ashley, about this. This is an extremely uh, crazy environment, especially for the small carriers and small fleets out there and the owner ops. Uh, and it's difficult to navigate. We've had a very volatile cycle here and it's impacting the smaller uh, fleets and carriers a lot differently than it is the larger ones. So first off, I, I want to ask you to just kind of give a little quick introduction of you and, uh, and Coop and a little bit of background there to get us started off. Absolutely. And, you know, thanks so much for having me today. I'm very excited to be talking with you about this topic. To your point, it's extremely relevant to, you know, today's environment and, and marketplace. So a little bit about myself. I've uh, started my career in the transportation industry about 10 years ago. I've been with Ryder the whole time and in different roles from the rental side to leasing to some sales training and and most recently with our division Coop for the past year and a half. And, you know, really about four years ago, Ryder was looking at a lot of the disruptions taking place in the marketplace. So electric vehicles, autonomous, uh, things around that. And, and one thing that we really hadn't looked at as really an industry as a whole was asset sharing. And, you know, it's something that we see in our, our personal lives, which, you know, think about Airbnb, VRBO. Um, these are things that really disrupted the hotel environment and the way that we travel. And it, it really took off. And we thought, how could we bring this to our industry and with commercial vehicles? And so we really saw that need. We saw a resolution with, with Ryder being our parent company you know, we really directly um, feel uh, and understand, you know, what's going on um, with our customers and, and our customer base. So, uh, you know, we we thought of this concept and we brought it to the marketplace about four years ago in select markets. And earlier this year, really with the environment, what we're going to talk about today uh, has really helped drive our growth and really provided an opportunity for customers, small and large businesses to, um, you know, generate a revenue stream for them, be creative and just really alleviate some some of those stressors that are going on. Yeah, I mean, th this model itself, I think anybody that's been in a transportation management class knows that these cycles kind of ebb and flow and they create, it's very difficult to flex up and flex down in these operations. So I'd like to ask, you know, a little bit around that volatility of the cycle itself. How, what, what have you seen so far, like, especially with this model, how has this really helped some of your customers? What, what has been some of the use cases here uh, to help manage this volatility? We have a handful of use cases and that's one of the, really exciting uh, and neat features ab about Coop is we're not just diving into one specific type of customer or one certain issue. So there are a few things happening in the marketplace right now where we're able to create opportunities uh, for our customers. So one of them is around driver shortage. Another is around the, the parts and labor shortage. Um, additionally, right now, as of recently, there's you know a, a rise in costs, inflation, fuel, that sort of thing. So there's a, a lot of things affecting our, our industry in the, in the market. And 
really what we're doing is we're creating an additional revenue stream, which I, I had mentioned earlier. So, you know, when customers are not really sure about what um, to do with their fleet in the meantime, it, maybe they have a difficult time paying for that higher price of, of fuel you know, um, maintenance is rising, uh, you can't source drivers, you know, having to pay them more, you know, how can you take care of your fleet and continue to make money for your business? And Coop is, is really allowing that um, opportunity for, for customers by renting out their equipment to other businesses until they can figure out some of this volatility. So you're saying that you you guys can actually just kind of offload some of that equipment, especially as they encounter these trouble, these, uh, you know, issues? Yes. So we have a B2B platform. So these owners who are experiencing, uh, you know, an array of items uh, that I just mentioned, maybe it's one or a couple of things. And they're trying to figure out how can I cover my operational costs or maybe my monthly financial, you know, lease payments or um, financial payments. They can list their units on our platform and we will rent out their vehicles to other businesses who are looking for additional equipment right now. Yeah. So uh, tell us about how the driver shortage, I kind of want to dive into that topic a little bit. How is that impacting our industry right now, especially on the smaller fleet side, how and and what have you seen so far? So you're absolutely right. It it is something that has affected our industry. You know, for the past uh, many many years, it's it's something that's never going to fully go away either. But it really has increased over the past couple of years, and there's a few things going on in the market that uh, is driving that. And you know, one of it. One of the things it really started back when COVID happened that just affected our industry and, and market as as a whole, and less people working and less trucks on the road. And as we've started to rebound, though, we're we're still seeing a, a major increase in the driver shortage. It's about thirty percent over the past couple of years. And one of those factors is think about aging drivers. So our driver population is getting a little bit older, and they're retiring. Um, additionally, you know, our, our drivers are, are wanting more money. You know, they're spending time away from their family. They're on the roads uh, and that sort of thing. So it's becoming a lot more costly to hire drivers. And then also just, just finding the talent in general is a little bit difficult. So, you know, it, it's a little bit um, of a younger population out there and just really giving them the, the skills to be able to, you know, be a driver and, and go over the road and, and that sort of thing. So, uh, it's it's something that has definitely affected our industry, and um, you know it, it's a difficult time right now for for companies. Yeah, it's not going away, and obviously being able to ebb and flow with that market as well as the overriding market is a uh, is a tough challenge. So, you also mentioned labor and parts. Now, I, I've I've read several reports about the part situation. We've talked about it with supply chain bottlenecks, the parts aren't available. And of course, when you can find them, they're going at an increasing amount. What are you seeing on your end uh, in this regard? We've been noticing the exact same thing. You know, with Ryder being our parent company, we have a visibility into what is going on in our shops. And from a maintenance perspective, we have a lot of lease customers who do utilize our platform. So, you know, we see what happens when their trucks go into the shops and you know, there is national back orders for many parts. Uh, and it's, it is something that is a major challenge because what then happens is a truck is in the shop, it's down um, for longer than, you know, customers are used to. And it, 
they're not able to deliver their product to their customers, which is you know, that's their number one goal. It's, it's everyone's goal is to, you know, serve your customer base. And if their truck is in the shop, they can't do that. So they're losing money. Um, it's becoming a bit more expensive. They can't serve their customers and then they may even need to go out and rent an, an, an additional vehicle to be able to, you know, support their customers. And that's a, a whole nother can of, of worms, Zach, right now, the, um, <laughs> rental market trying to find equipment is extremely difficult, especially with your heavier duty equipment, tractors, sleepers, and then, you know, trailers to go over the road. So, it, it's really this this domino effect that's happening. Yeah, and I, I know used truck prices have basically doubled uh, over the last uh, year or so. So, I mean, kind of outsourcing that process in general is probably extremely valuable. Uh, so I want to hit on the labor portion of this as well. The, uh, the labor to find the maintenance, you know, to basically service these vehicles. Uh, I would assume that you guys also assist with this to some extent, right? We do. That would be more of our dedicated side of the business with Ryder. And, you know, they're having to be creative as as well, too, with, with sourcing labor um, and, and that sort of thing. We don't deal with it as much on, on the coop side, um, just because we're strictly dealing with assets and, you know, sharing those between businesses. But I will tell you, it's still a, a conversation we're having with both owners and renters because, Maybe they need that extra piece of equipment, but they're working to find that driver and the labor to be able to, <laughs> to then, uh, you know, carry it uh, all the way out. And then on the on the flip side with the owners, you know, a lot of reason why they are turning to our platform is to solve their problem of the driver shortage. They don't have drivers to put in their trucks, so in turn, they're sitting on the fence, and you know, they're they're having those financial payments still and you know, they, they don't know when they're going to be able to put a driver in that seat. So they, they turn to us to solve that problem for them and, and add some revenue in the meantime. Yeah. So you can turn it into more of a variable cost model versus the fixed cost that you're kind of stuck with, especially in a downward turn of the market, which we're sort of seeing right now. So we're also in kind of this unique environment where inflation is going up <laughs> and the overriding trend, it's at least on the, the surface levels of the spot market, uh, you know, that's kind of settling down as consumer demand. We're coming out of the pandemic <laughs> a little bit, hopefully. Um, so we're kind of moving in polar opposite directions, which, of course, compresses margins to an extent. What are you seeing uh, in regards to, you know, the inf impacts of inflation, uh, obviously the rising fuel costs? So there are a lot of rising costs. Uh, you know, we've talked about parts, you know, labor and drivers are, are more expensive to source. And then, you know, now you have just in general goods uh, are, are increasing and then fuel as well. Uh, it's it's very expensive, not only to fill up your own car, but think about a, you know, sleeper that you're going to be taking over the road um, with diesel prices right now. So we're seeing a rise in all of that, and it's really impacting these smaller fleets because, you know, they're not able to really absorb as much and and have a you know net profit like they were used to last year. So it's really you know causing them to take a hard look at operationally what makes sense. You know, can I take this load? Um, if I don't, how is that going to impact my business and you know my revenue stream? So. We are, you know, talking to a lot more businesses who are in that position with the uncertainty and they, 
want some relief and we're able to provide that to them in the in the short term while we figure out what's going on with this market. So if they can just put a pause on their their operations or maybe turn down some loads and rent their vehicle out to another customer, that's going to help provide some of that um you know, relief in the short term. Now, are you seeing a lot of these, uh, you know, the smaller operators specifically, um, are, you, are you seeing a lot of them try to take their breath? I mean, how how off guard do you think the overall market is on the small carrier side of things? Because like I said before, the larger carriers are kind of reporting everything's all good and clear, but on the smaller carrier end, they don't necessarily have the access to the asset base, uh, the buying power, obviously. Are you starting to see them uh, really kind of struggle to manage some of this ongoing kind of fluctuation in the environment? We have been noticing a challenge with these smaller fleets. And, you know, I've used the word uncertainty a lot and some some stress as well, too. We're, we're feeling that for sure from them. And, you know, whether it's with their their own fleet that they have and they're trying to, to figure out um, that as well, but then on the renter side as well, too. Hey, I, I don't have access to buy a piece of equipment right now or lease. And, you know, even if they they did, they they may not, you know, get the truck anytime soon with production delays and that sort of thing. So really their only option is to rent a vehicle. And with that, you know, thinking about that from a pricing standpoint, it, it needs to make sense. So, you know, we are another avenue for that. And we do have an open marketplace. So we don't have set rates to where maybe there is an opportunity for them to still do their loads and carry about their their business and and have access to that equipment um, at a, a good price point as well. Yeah, so how, you know, I guess I'd like to kind of dig a little deeper here into how some of these businesses can leverage what you guys offer uh, in this regard, because I think this is such a needed thing in our in our industry in terms of being able to flex up and flex down. Uh, as the ebbs and flows happen, and the and the smaller fleets obviously are more exposed to the uh, that volatile sector of the market uh, than ever before. So I'd like to kind of dig into what specifically uh, you know s- what you're doing at Coop to kind of o- help them overcome these challenges with a few use cases. So on the the owner side, we have so many use cases around driver shortage, labor shortage. I've I've touched on those al- already a little bit, but. You know, one area we've touched on but not uh, dove too deep on is supply chain bottlenecks. And we have a handful of customers who, um, you know, maybe they're hauling for automotive and the computer chip production, um, you know, issue is is very large and, and painful to them. And we've helped a few different customers in that sector who had fleet sitting because they couldn't run those loads. And one in particular sticks out to me, you know, over the course of just a few months, they were able to generate over $200,000, which is amazing. Uh, you know, they did have, they were probably a, a 10 to 20 size fleet. So still a bit on the smaller side, I wouldn't say, a, a, um, you know, super large, but that that is one that sticks out to me on the owner side who they just, you know, were struggling with these supply chain um, disruptions, the bottlenecks. And you know, on, on the renter side, I, I would say there's a lot of customers who they need that additional equipment, but rental pricing is either too high at standard, um, you know, rental counters, or there's just no inventory. And that's really the the bigger issue is 
I have a load, I can do it. I financially can make it work, but I, I can't even source the equipment. So we are providing another avenue um, for these customers to rent vehicles. And, you know, a couple of the bigger instances that stick out in my mind are some seasonal customers who um, they need extra equipment to be able to to support their customers that they're used to every year. Think about you know, flower season that we have around the holidays or, you know, um, at the end of the year with mail carriers and and that sort of thing. And um, it's it's a great resource for them to be able to to get extra equipment um, when they can't find it elsewhere. Now, I love that use case for the seasonal fluctuations. That feels like a pretty strong use case, especially on the smaller uh, fleet side. The uh, Have you seen a lot of that activity here over the last uh, bit? Has it been more uh, productive here? In the last year or so? We have. We deal with a lot of seasonal customers and it it really ties back to the, the inventory constraints with rental equipment. So they're just very desperate because they know this is their time. Every single year, you know, their customers are relying on them. And what are they going to do if they they can't go get, you know, a refrigerated truck or, you know, a tractor and a trailer to you know, deliver their product. And so they're, we've unlocked just additional uh, resources for them. And it's, it's a great feeling for those seasonal customers. They're super thankful um, that we're able to provide an option for them because it all, it all ties back to the customer and they just want to take care of their customer. Yeah. So you can rent that vehicle during the seasonal spikes and as it goes away, you can kind of push it back off, right? (laughs) Yeah. We actually work with seasonal customers on both sides of the equation because Usually they have their own fleet as well too. So when they're not running it the rest of the year, they'll put it on our platform to rent out to you know help offset some of those costs while they're not using it. Yeah, I mean, I guess right now too, that's even more critical because you don't know what the seasonal effect is going to be uh, because of, you know, we've got pandemic and supply chain issues and things like that. Are we seeing any other, uh, you know, outside of seasonality, how easy is it to kind of, Uh, flex up a little bit when we do see these unexpected spikes in volume, even if they're not necessarily a regular season. Uh, Can small fleets kind of take advantage of this pretty quickly? Yes, they can. So our platform is very easy to use. We knew that that was something important to businesses and our customer base. So we've created a platform. It's online. Uh, We have all the development behind it. And really, you can go on and see live inventory at any given point in time. So you can check and see what's in your area. You can filter down. uh, And once you have an account set up with us, you can book on your own. It's very self-serve. You know, we do have a a team in place, of course, to to help and provide that back-end support and, you know, account management as well. But we really wanted to make an easy to use platform for our customers. And, uh, you know, that's, that's where we're at too. In today's world is everyone likes to be able to to book on their own and, you know, do it kind of behind the scenes. Not everyone wants to pick up the phone these days. So we've provided, you know, that as well as the account management side. So it, it is fairly easy to to flex up and down. And there's a lot you can do on your own with the platform. Yeah, I love the I love the self-service aspect here myself for for sure because that also kind of expedites the process, but I would assume that you also can assist uh in person if necessary, correct? Absolutely, and you know, over the phone we have different departments as well too, uh but but yes. That's fantastic. Well, Ashley, uh thank you so much for running right on time right up on time here uh for this. Do you have any other additional uh things you want to 
provide in terms of you know how to reach out to you guys, uh, get in touch if they want to learn more, uh, things like that? Yeah. So the easiest way to get in touch with us if you're interested in the program is to go to our website. It's coop.com, C-O-O-P.com. And from there, you can look at our live inventory. You can submit a request to set up an account. And you know, depending upon where you're at in the country, we'll have a, a sales rep uh, reach out. And then, of, of course, follow us on LinkedIn. Uh, we're always posting and we do provide case studies on there as well and, and different blog postings, which um, you know, our, our customers typically like uh, to to see what's going on with us. So those are the, the best two ways to uh, follow us and, and get a hold of us. Uh, great stuff. Well, thank you so much for joining uh, me today. I learned a lot today, especially about uh, what I view as a very critical component to navigating what's about to happen and what has been happening in uh, today's freight market. Thank you so much, Ashley. And thank you for, vo- for watching uh, and stay tuned for more uh, at the Small Fleet Owner Office. 